It's time for this week's Uplift. Encouraging words from two ordinary guys that want you and others to find the freedom in Christ that's available to everyone. So sit back and enjoy Uplift. Brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our website at thefulcrumcenter.org to learn more. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for Uplift. I'm Phil Bliss. I'm Ian Thornton. I hope you're doing well. And it is wonderful to be here with you. It for sure this is. Program. And Ian, I got to ask you something. Okay. Something happened to me, oh, I don't know, probably 20 years ago or so. I'm just going to tell you a little story. Okay. I'm all ears. Okay. So I was working at Ormet. Uh, when it was still open. Okay. Okay. And uh, this guy that I was working with, we went to eat at a Chinese restaurant across the river in, uh, where, what is it across the river from Hannibal? Um, New Martinsville. So we went to eat at the Chinese restaurant in New Martinsville and he pulls out his wallet and he goes, should I pay with this? And he handed me a $20 bill. And as soon as I looked at it, I said, no. Okay. And he said, how did you know? And I said, I can tell it's fake, isn't it? Uh, and he said, yeah, how did you know? I said, well, really it was because you just pulled it out of your wallet and said, should I pay for th- with this? And I knew you weren't going to pay, so I knew it had to be counterfeit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, but actually, <laughs> the color was a little bit different. Oh, okay. I, I don't know how I picked up on that. Well, I know the Lord probably helped me to pick up on that. Yeah. But the color was just a little bit different, and that's how I knew. Okay. And sure enough, it was a counterfeit $20 bill. Now, he never told me where he got it. I'm not mentioning his name. I don't know what the statutes of limitations are on such a thing. <laughs> but it was at least 20 years ago. But anyway, he, um, he kept it in his wallet, and he said he would never use it. Okay? And I don't know if he ever did or not. Um, he eventually found another job, and I lost contact with him. Haven't talked to him for probably 19 years. Okay. <laughs> But anyway, I got to thinking, um, I did a Bible time this past weekend mm-hmm. on Saturday, and it was about counterfeits. And what Satan does is because he's so angry with God because he wanted to be like God, he in a sense became a counterfeit. Yeah. And now he tries to steal everything that God does, and he tries to counterfeit everything that God does. And I tell you, we can think of just about anything in this world that is godly, and there's probably a counterfeit that goes with it. Yes. So I want to kind of pick up where we left off with Bible time, and I'm going to start in Genesis chapter 3. Okay. This was the the verse that I used. Uh, It's verse 15. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. So he was speaking to the serpent, saying that the seed of the woman and his seed, the serpent's seed, would be enemies of one another. And we know that that is the case, Hmm. right? That the enemy that we often refer to as the enemy we know is Satan and his minions, and we as Christians are enemies of Satan, But what is really interesting is, and I'm not going to get into all the detail I got into on Bible time, but this story, basically God was saying here in the Garden of Eden after they had sinned that there's going to be a virgin birth. Right. Because 
the seed comes from man, hmm. but it was her seed that we were talking about here. And because of that, Satan took that story. He probably figured out what God was going to do. He took that story and he started planting that seed, so to speak, in other people's minds, getting them to make up stories. He He created stories. And one of them is the story of Nimrod, Mm-hmm. who was the husband of Ishtar. And when Nimrod died, he became the sun god, and he impregnated Ishtar, a virgin birth, and the child was the reincarnation of Nimrod, known as Tammuz. Okay, And guess what day he was born? December 25th. Interesting. <laughs> yes. So... Pagan religion picked up on this, and they celebrate the winter solstice mm. mm-hmm. and December 25th because of Tammuz, but it was fake. There's others in Norse uh, religion. There's others in Hindi religion, Other right. all kinds of religions. There are stories of not only the virgin birth, but there are creation stories in That's these right. other religions as well. That's right. So Satan said, look... You think you defeated me? I'm going to get the world to believe that this was all made up, that you stole this idea of a virgin birth. The hmm. only problem is Jesus really was born of a virgin right? and died and rose again. That's right. So Satan loses, but so many people, I know an atheist friend, and that's the biggest hang-up he has is that the virgin birth story is a stolen story, is what he tells me. Because Jesus was born after all these other ones came out. And I said, I don't care. Look at Genesis. God's the one who came up with right. the story. Yeah. And he said, oh, yeah, it's easy to say, but who wrote the book of Genesis? And Moses. <laughs> but anyway, I wanted to talk about counterfeits tonight. Okay. Because I really feel like God is telling me that in the days to come, and days could be years. I, we don't know mm-hmm. when God says the days to come. We don't know how long he's talking. Right. But people are going to need to know the difference between counterfeit and real when it comes mm-hmm. to God. Right. So it's like even with the FBI, when they start um, their training um, on counterfeit, then they have them study... The real thing. The real thing. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so... That, and, and so with that, just as a point of encouragement, is, you know, study the real thing. Study yes. the real thing first. And um, you may be, so what is the real thing? Because this and this and this happens. And and it's one of the things to understand that um, that's the ploy of the enemy, just like what you said, Phil, from the very outset, is to get our eyes off of, of Christ, off of God, off of the real mm-hmm. thing, and um, end up chasing trails, you know, that, that lead us away from who he is. Right. And especially with the days to come, as you were mentioning, um, you can't afford to be on the wrong trail. Right. You, you just right. can't. Yeah. It, okay. I, I wanted to ask you what was driving down here tonight to the studio, and I wanted to ask you, have you ever seen a counterfeit magnet? Have you ever heard of such a thing? A counterfeit I, magnet? I have not. There is no counterfeit magnet. You know why? Why? Because magnets always, they're, they're, they are 
created by God to always be the same way. There's positive and negative, and there's a magnetic north that is not changing. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. So magnets, just like the magnetic north, a compass always points north. Mm-hmm. Now, I once said this to a surveyor, and he said, well, actually, it's about three degrees off. And like, okay, but it's still the same regardless, <laughs> right? My point is, is that when God creates something, there is no counterfeiting it. You right. can try. But you cannot get it wrong. You cannot get it right. You cannot duplicate it. Mm. You cannot duplicate what God has created. Okay? Right. Now, sure, someone will say, well, they, they cloned a sheep. Okay. But <laughs> that God didn't create that cloned sheep. That's different. Okay, but my point is, when you want to deceive someone, you are just outside of the truth. If you can't duplicate the truth, the best way to deceive someone is be just outside of it. If I tell you, I give you a compass and I said, walk with this thing, there's no way I can make that thing point south. Hmm. There's no way I can do it. It's always going to point to the north, well, to wherever the magnetic pole is, which I guess is just three degrees off of due north. Okay. (laughs) I'm glad I know that now. Yeah. But what Satan does is he says, okay, here's a compass, but he says, this is really where you want to go. And he comes like a degree or two off of magnetic north. He says, that's, that's really magnetic north. Mm-hmm. So he gets you to get close to it. But you're not hitting it. You're, you're hitting just outside of it. Right. So Satan will get very close in all of his counterfeits. They'll look real. Yeah. They will seem real. Mm-hmm. But they are not real. No, and, and that's and it's up to us to understand and to know the difference. And right. and not that God leaves us all alone and it's just up to us to figure it out. Right. But in our relationship with him, it, it's for us to to listen to his voice, to to see and understand what he's communicating to us in those situations so that we can see the differences. And and you just like what you said, you know, Satan gets awfully close because even if it's partial truth, then that's gonna help move us off of true north right. and be three degrees off. Right. You know, just anything that it'll take. And so it's like even in, um, if I can jump into to Exodus. Exodus do. Okay, Exodus chapter 7. And and that's where Moses has gone into Pharaoh and um, Moses and Aaron, and, and they're in and they're talking to, to Pharaoh about letting my people go. And so God uses Moses and Aaron to, to put him on display and to show his power. And so in one... At one point in particularly, Aaron threw his rod down and it turned into a snake. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. So Pharaoh saw that and he's like, oh, impressive. Magicians? So he calls his own magicians in and he said they see what has happened, what's transpired. And so they throw their staffs down and they become snakes. Right. Aaron's staff... <laughs> God's creation right. and God's power ate the rest of their other staffs and the snakes, right. showing the dominance. Right. But did they do the same things at points? 
Yeah. There yeah. Was, there, it was a, a similar thing. And this, this was a test of the powers, right. so to say. Right. So, you know, God and Satan are going at it. And then and God's like, no, I'm just going to take this. And he eats, his snake eats everything. And, and so it's one of the things for us to understand that there's a similarities that the enemy will use of, of looking like counterfeiting God. Right. But we need right. to understand that God is all-powerful. I was talking to a guy tonight, and, and we were talking about salvation. And, and so we ended up in John chapter 10. It's okay. talking about when Jesus says, I put you in my hands, and I have put you in the palm of my hands. And the Father, who is greater than all, is what Jesus said in John chapter 10. The Father, who is greater in, than all, puts his hands Okay. Over basically, it's like if I put my hands out and I'm Jesus's hands, and you put your hands over top of mine, that's God, because God is stronger than all and more powerful than all and overall, and so He holds everything. Right. He holds everything, and that's that's what we need to get through our minds. He holds everything. He is more powerful than all. He is more powerful than anything that the demonic world can come up with. Anything right. that that Satan can. Uh, um, tempts you to to turn from. He can't be God, right? He can attempt to replicate some things and get us off course, but he cannot, right? Be right. God. So we need to know the real deal and understand that he is all powerful. God is all powerful, and nothing can replicate who he is. Right, and I, I think about products that. Um, Let's take a car, for example. You grew up in the 80s. You know what a DeLorean is. Come on, son. <laughs> if yes. someone tried to duplicate a DeLorean, you couldn't do it. No. You can come very close, but you couldn't duplicate that. Right. Even if you tried to put a flux capacitor on it to make it go. <laughs> well, or two. It's like, you, and I know, we've all seen them. It's like those guys that take vans and oh, yeah. turn them into pickup trucks. Yes, yes. Good example. It, it works. I'm sure it works, but it's not a truck. Right. <laughs> it's not. It isn't. And it's like that with any kind of product. Every time somebody comes up with a great product, somebody tries to duplicate it. Yes. And imitation is the greatest form of flattery, but <laughs> there's a reason why the brand costs a little bit more than the generic. Right. Okay, and it's because you're getting better quality. It's the same thing with God. When you have the real thing, you yeah. don't need the imitation. In fact, the imitation's not going to get you where God's going to get you. Mm, that's right. That that's that's a good word right there. It, and it's it's when we understand the real thing and have the Lord tells us taste and see. Yeah. Taste and see. <laughs> We've all had off-brand ice cream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Dude, I don't need to say anything else. Yes, you're right. You're but right. taste and see that the Lord is good. Yeah. And that he's good for us where we are and where he wants to take us. The yes. enemy wants us to taste and see, but it is to take us and turn us into a... Right. a there again, steal, kill, and destroy. That's the path. 
Right. It may not look at it at that way. It may not look that way at all in the beginning. But that's the path that the enemy is deceiving us into. And, you know, I want to point bring this up that there are so many things that happen in the spiritual world that we cannot see and understand. And you and I could explain some of that, but we don't have time to explain it all. So just take this and know that things can happen if they if the enemy gets you down a certain path you're in a way allowing them into your life right through the occult for example yes yeah that's right lots of power very promising things you can do you can talk to somebody who's died so they say right okay so they lead you down that path and then within the spiritual laws that just like there's gravitational laws or uh, the, the sun gives off heat. That's a yeah. law. Mm-hmm. Things like that. There Natural are spiritual laws. laws that are in place that allow the enemy to control your life when yeah. we let them in by going down that path. If we simply avoid it completely and don't give in to the temptation that it brings to us, we never have to worry about the imitation and the result of the imitation. We simply seek God and let him guide us down the right path. Exactly. And and two, you know, if if we have ended up on the wrong path, right. you know, if if we have bought the counterfeit, right, or the less than brand. Right. Exactly. You know, it it doesn't matter where we are on that path. God is there to redeem right. and to restore, turn around and get out of where we are and take us and put us on the path that leads to life everlasting. And those are promises of God. They are promises of God. And God's promises don't fall short. They, they don't, and they carry the power. Here's, here's one thing, too, that, that we don't, as believers, sometimes we don't think about with God's promises, is that they carry the power of God in them. Yes. Not our power. Right. You right. know, it's, it really is... If God has promised you something, that means that he has the power to make it be. Right. Right. He has the power. And some and sometimes we we don't associate the power with the promise. That's very good. And we look at it as a I'm just just going to be very honest. We look at God's promises sometimes as a cross your fingers, I hope so. Yes. Exactly. We we do. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, God God said this and I hope that No, no, no. It, it's it's an understanding that the one who said it has the power to make it be. Right. And so right. what it is, it's not about hoping that something is going to come to pass or hoping that your promise is going to be made true. It's faith. Believing. It, it, it is. It is. Yes. It's the belief that God's power will make what he said be. Yes. That's it. There, there's no, well, what? It, stop no. asking the questions. Right. Believe it, let it sit with him, and let him handle it. Be faithful to hear him, be obedient, and follow his lead. But he will make it happen. Absolutely. Every time. Every time. Whereas the enemy's promises are empty. Oh, man. They're very empty. They seem so real. They seem like they could work. They might even make you believe they can work. Mm Mm-hmm. But they always fall empty. 
Mm-hmm. And two, there's and there's leave us empty. right. They do, and and at, not only leave us empty, but and it leaves us empty because there's a cost. Right. You know what I mean. You end up paying it all, and and you have nothing, and and he has gained all of who you are, which exactly. is what he wanted to begin with. Right. When when instead following the Lord is that you you are. Abundant life, filled to the fullest. You know, it's like you're not the empty glass that's sitting off to the side and forgotten, but you just have such living water flowing up out of you that you are full and filled to overflowing, and mm-hmm. you are spilling over into everyone else's life when you just simply trusted and believed God's promises and believed in the power that he has to bring you from where you were to who, who you are and where you are today. And... I'm so glad you said that because we have a desire within us, built within us, to know God. Hmm. And I believe that everyone has this built within them. So what the enemy does is they take that, knowing you have that, and they try to show you this is God. This is where you find God. You find it in the occult. You find it in witchcraft. You You have power just like God. Right. But like you said, it leaves you empty because there's a cost to that. There's only one God and only one source of God. And that, that's him mm-hmm. directly. Go to him directly and find all that you're right. looking for. Yeah, there are answers for everything. Yes. He, he does. He holds them all. And, and we get caught in that... Um, Will you have power? What you were just talking about. Yeah. You know, we get caught in that, and and there's been, I've been involved with many many discussions about. Well, there's there's also it's not just black magic, Ian. You know, it, there's white magic too. Okay. Like a color code makes it okay. <laughs> <laughs> just like a white lie, right? Right. <laughs> right? You know, we, we try to define the righteousness by colors. Yes. You know, whether it has yes. righteousness white or it doesn't black so you know it must be okay and it's just like no 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 it, you know that's just another um way that the enemy is striving to make things palatable right. things where we can oh well, you know we can accept just a little white lie you know it's yeah. not going to be you know or you know but you know white magic you know there's good magic there's good magic and bad magic no there's oh, okay oh no you know it's like you know there's a key word in both of those it's called magic, right? You right, know? exactly. And, but but we do we 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 are tempted to move down those paths because we want to have some type of control mm-hmm. innately right. in our in our right. nature in our sin nature. We we just desire to have some type of control. There's got to be something that I can do that's going to redirect. Fix, right? Exactly. And God's like, no, that's the surrender part mm-hmm. that you give to me, mm-hmm. and you trust me, and you let me handle it. And if there's some things that I want you to, quote, unquote, do, then I'll share those things with you, and I will help you through those things. Right. You know, we could talk probably for another hour about this topic. Oh, my, yes. 
It, but we are getting closer to that time already. <laughs> I know. It just seems like we just started. But to, to kind of wrap this up, I want to say this one thing. We, we live in a broken world. Now, a lot of times we don't consider it a broken world. When we started out in Genesis chapter 3, mm-hmm. that's why the world's broken, because of the sin of Adam and Eve. The entire world. That's right. Not just us. The entire world was broken at that point. Mm. And... Because we live in this world and we don't know anything else, we try to find what's best for us in this world. Hmm. And we look for it in the wrong places. We accept the counterfeits. We accept that we accept lies. We do. And I don't want to make this political, so I will stop right there. But we accept lies as truth. Yes. And we need to take this the Holy Bible, and we need to read and understand this as the the truth, because this is what God has given us as a way to understand what the truth is, not just about Jesus, but about everything hmm. that he has given us. Yes. And without that, when we listen to the lies, we, we, we are not getting the truth. So take everything that you hear and weigh it against this standard. That's right. The Bible. Weigh it against the Bible, and you will see what is truth and what is not, Mm -hmm. especially if you surrender and allow the Holy Spirit to come in and work in your life to guide you in all truth, because that's what the Bible tells Mm -hmm. us He does. Exactly. It's one of those things, too. And and people... um, they, when they seek the truth, um, oftentimes it's there, there's no foundation. Yeah. In it. Right. Um, and and that's what the scriptures give us. That's what the, the the Holy Bible gives us is is a foundation by which to to live by to understand God's heart. Um, it, it is our guidebook, and the things that the Lord whispers in your heart or in your ear, um, the thoughts that come across your mind that, that you believe is God, and that um, rhema word, yeah. take it to the logos, the written word, yeah, and, and say, okay, so this is what I believe that the Lord shared with me, and find that principle, that teaching the the truth that that has been written and put in the scriptures and yes and that will keep you on course every time every, it it is every time every and you time. may have to be patient yeah and you may right yeah and you may have to be patient you may have to wait and God will reveal and share things with you but along even uh, even along that journey God is teaching you and sharing things with you um, that will be for your today and for days to come right right. We say this every week, and I want to say it again. If you need help, if you need prayer, if you need anything, anything we talked about tonight that you've been involved in, you want to get out of it, you don't know how, anything that you're wondering, is this a lie, is this truth? If there's anything that either one of us, Ian or I, can do, please let us know. Yes, There are many ways to get a hold of us that you can... Find us on Facebook. You can leave a comment on YouTube. You can go to our two websites, fulcrumradio.org mm-hmm. or thefulcrumcenter.org. Right. There's ways to get in contact with us there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shoot us an email. An email, prayer at fulcrumradio.org. 
Um, if you know our cell phone numbers, text us. We're not yeah. going to give them out over the air. Yeah. But <laughs> get in touch with us. Yes. Because I'm going to tell you that those few who have, have, and this is not boasting in any way. It's just work of what the Lord's it's doing. It's what the Lord's doing through us. Mm-hmm. And we want to help you find the Lord and know the Lord better. And he wants you yeah. to know him better. And he's using right. us. So reach out to us. Yeah. Those who have, have seen results. I can't promise. It's all up to God how he works. Yeah. But you're not going to know until you try. Yeah, just reach out. Reach out and talk to us. And, and we will um, excitedly... Be, get back with you, talk with you, but but more than anything else is just to see what does God want to do, and how does He want to step into the situation and show Himself powerful and strong, and how much He loves you and how much mm-hmm. He cares about you, and uh, and we'll just be able to do that um, and take that journey together. It is a journey. It is. It is, and it it's really is. it's a process, and I like. The little card you had one time, Ian, that said, embrace your process. God knows what he's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's not going to happen overnight, but you will start to see changes when you surrender, when you s- truly mm-hmm. seek him. He has promised us that you will find him when you seek him yes. with your whole heart. Yes. It can That's be done. truth. Truth and a promise. Truth and a Beautiful. promise. And we talked about that tonight, so we know the promises That's right. come true. That's right. Exactly. All right. Thank you, Ian. Yeah, man. It's great spending time with you again, Phil. Yeah. Um, really is. Um, uplift. What a, what a great uplift. time. It is. What a great time. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you all again and hear you all again real soon. Yeah. God bless. God bless.